0: everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of Comics and Cinema, and I'm your host, Alex Klein, and this episode is the monthly Marvel previews episode, so literally today, the previews have come out, the solicitations for the Marvel comics that are coming out in November. They were dropped today, just a couple hours ago, and uh, as I had said in my podcast yesterday, I was trying to decide whether I wanted to just read them and, and enjoy it and then uh, make a podcast or do it live so that you guys could see my reactions, and what do you know, uh, work was a little busy today, so I wasn't able to read them until right now, so you are going to be getting a live reading of this because I haven't seen them until opening up this website right now, and so I get my information from Rama. Uh, they just every month like clockwork they post this and it's interesting because this uh, it's not the same technically as the marvel previews magazine a lot of times there aren't as many cover photos in here of what the comic book looks like and in there are i'm probably going to click on a couple if i see an interesting picture but um, for the most part it's more just what uh, variant covers are being drawn who's drawing the variant covers what the issue is about, how much it's going to cost, and, and you know that sort of stuff. So I'm going to go through all of this, and you'll kind of see how I do this, and because I'm going to be reacting to it live. So um, the first, and always on here, the first ones are usually the most quote-unquote important to Marvel during the month. Um, and so this this first one is New Mutants, number one and number two, by Jonathan Hickman. So the first issue is by Jonathan Hickman and Ed Brisson, with uh, art by Rod Reese. And issue number two is is just by jonathan hickman which is interesting so if you're a fan of jonathan hickman might want to pick this book up i think i'm going to be picking this book up now that i see that it's jonathan hickman and there are some great uh variant covers already i'm seeing issue one's got an art germ variant cover there is a every mutant ever variant cover by mark bagley and it's five of six so that means he's had a couple of others Uh, there's some hit uh tba variant covers where they haven't decided who it is it says the the new generation claims the dawn the classic new mutants, Sunspot, Wolfsbane, Mirage, Karma, Magic, and Cypher, get together with a few new friends, Chamber and Mondo, to seek out their missing member and share the good news a mission that takes them into space alongside the Star Jammers. Good to note the first issue is uh, 40 pages with a $4.99 price tag, and the next one's $3.99 with 32 pages. Uh, Next up is X-Force number 1 and 2. So this is part of this whole thing as well that Hickman's doing, the whole Dawn of X. It's written by Benjamin Percy with art by Joshua Cassara and covers by Dustin Weaver. Uh, And it looks like there's... uh, Ooh, man. Issue number 1's got a Young Guns variant cover by Russell Dowderman. though, like I told you, there was a Young Guns variant cover of his I got that was a design variant, so it wasn't a very cool variant cover. So, uh, you know, you may have to gamble on that. X-Force is the CIA of the mutant world. One half intelligence branch, one half special ops. Beast, Jean Grey, and Sage on one side, Wolverine, Kid Omega, and Domino on the other. In a perfect world, there would be no need for an X-Force. We're not there yet. Same thing, first issue 499, second 399. And then uh, Fallen Angels, which is the uh, the last, I guess, of these fresh new ones. And this is written by Brian Edward Hill with art by Zaman Kudransky, and that's S-Z-Y-M-O-N. Covers by Ashley Whittier with uh, some great young gun variants it looks like as well. The dawn does not break for all. Psylocke finds herself in this new world of mutant kind, unsure of her place in it. But when a face from her past returns only to be killed, she seeks help from others who feel similar to get vengeance. Cable and X-23 join Quanin for a personal mission that could jeopardize all of mutant kind. Same thing. Two issues. First one's four ninety-nine. And um, interesting, I'm seeing a cool-looking cover. Oh, I think that's just the main cover. Yeah, it looks like it. That'll be an interesting one. Uh, X-Men issue number two, so we're moving right along. And uh-oh, I'm already seeing a theme here. I did see a headline about this on um, CBR. And yeah, they love spoiling this sort of stuff. But I'm seeing a 2099 variant cover by Ron Lim. And it sounds like there's going to be some uh, 2099 series is coming back, I'm sure, because of this 80 years of... Uh, Marvel, but uh, Jonathan Hickman's writing this one. So, when an island full of unspeakable horrors appears on the horizon, the X Men have their work cut out for themselves, keeping Krakoa safe. Interesting. Uh, we're getting Excalibur issue number two. Betsy Braddock is Captain Britain, but a citizen of Krakoa. With Rogue's condition a mystery, the team heads to the one place that has always been the seat of Excalibur's power, the lighthouse. And then Marauders issue number two as well. The Hellfire Trading Company has control of mutant trade on the seas, but that doesn't mean its inner circle is done stabbing one another in the back. As Captain Pride and her Marauders sail on, the real cutthroats are back home. This one is interesting for sure. It's been a long time since I've seen the X-Men as pirates. And by long time, I mean never. And uh, as predicted, I'm seeing Annihilation Scourge, Scourge Alpha. And number Issue number one. This is a one shot, 499, 40 pages. Matthew Rosenberg and Juanan Ramirez. The opening salvo for December's main event. Look at that. I called it, guys. Here we go. The Annihilation. Um, something is stirring in the negative zone, something that the Marvel Universe isn't ready for. Will Nova be able to assemble a team powerful enough to tackle this burgeoning threat? Or is it already too late to stop its descent upon the galaxy? For the Cosmo's greatest heroes, Annihilation is only the beginning. Interesting. Uh, again, I, you know, I said that when I said it prior, that Marvel just keeps kind of remaking these stories, like, oh, Secret Wars, ooh, Civil War Two. ooh, uh, this, that, and the other. And here we go, no different, Annihilation, just like we saw years ago, but honestly, I love Annihilation. I loved Annihilation, I loved Annihilation Conquest, I actually have the War of the Kings omnibuses, all three of them, the Road to War of the Kings War of the Kings and Realm of the Kings. Haven't read them yet, but I'm so excited to jump into them because they've got like the full Guardians of the Galaxy series is in there, all of the Nova series, any space epic, sign me up. I'm actually interested though that Matthew Rosenberg is the one who's writing it. I would have predicted it would have been Donnie Cates, but um, you know, he's obviously super busy with Absolute Carnage right now, so that's you know no surprise there. In which case, the next one, Absolute Carnage, number five of five. All it says is venom and carnage to the death, and there are many variant covers for this one, and none that uh, none are jumping out to me, unfortunately, which stinks. Because guys, again, I blew it. I, I the uh, the variant cover that I picked out on Midtown two weeks, in, two months in advance for the Young Guns variant for Marco Chiquetto. Uh, I love his art, and it's like it's another design thing. Like it's just a bunch of pictures of wolves. What's happening? Why does this keep happening to me? Uh, ooh, Absolute Carnage, Captain Marvel number one. And it's a one-shot by Emily Ryan Lerner and Andrea Bricardo. Chewie's been carnageized, and Carol ain't happy about it. It's Earth's Mightiest Hero against a symbiotic space cat. What more could you need? And that is a cool-looking cover. Um, but, hey, it's a one-shot. I probably will wait for Marvel Unlimited on that one. Scream, Curse of Carnage, issue number one. Uh, ooh, that's an issue number one, an all new ongoing series. Uh, There's a variant cover by Art Germ, so I might have to jump on that. Uh, Who is that? There's a bunch of variant covers on here too. Scotty Young variant cover, Nick Bradshaw. It's by Clay McLeod Chapman and art by Chris Mooneyham with covers by Jim Chung. Patricia Robertson, Andy Benton, Donna Diego, it's all been leading to this as one of the original and possibly strongest offspring of the Venom symbiote at last stars in her own self-titled ongoing series set in the Marvel Universe, but after the events of Absolute Carnage, what remains of the Scream symbiote as it was before? Does it even have a host? What are their intentions, and what will a pair of web-slinging wall-crawlers have to say about its presence in New York? That's a four ninety-nine one, guys. Uh, Venom issue number 20 still by Donny Cates with art by Eben Coelho covered by Kyle Holtz and um, yeah there's another 2099 variant it's the final tie-in to Absolute Carnage but that doesn't mean superstars Donny Cates and Eben Coelho are easing up on the gas you want to know what happens in this one true believers you're gonna have to read it wow interesting here we go Marvel 2099 checklist is what it's it's what it's saying on here. So I'm sure this will show up differently when we actually get the physical previews copy next week. But it says Amazing Spider-Man number 33, 2099 Alpha number one. Amazing Spider-Man 34, 35, 2099 Omega number one. You know, honestly, give me a break. Hold on, 2099 tie-ins, Fantastic Four, Punisher, Conan. Interesting. Spider-Man, Ghost Rider, Doom, and Venom, all 2099 and all number ones. I'm imagining they're one shots. But this exact same thing happened in Dan Slott's initial run of Amazing, not initial, but his Amazing Spider-Man run right after Superior Spider-Man. They did a 2099 thing where Miguel O'Hara came back in. It was like five issues and it was awesome. This is, I don't know, we're going to get there, but this is not like an event. And I don't know why I'm complaining because that's kind of what I like. I don't like when you have to buy a bunch of extra comics when it's like, you know what? If you're reading the Amazing Spider-Man series, boom, that's all you need. You're good. So Amazing Spider-Man 33 and 34 by Nick Spencer and art by Pat Gleason with uh, some, some variant covers. Issue 33, Miguel O'Hara's mysterious return to the the present threatens his life and his entire future, but why? As for our time, Spider-Man, he's got his hands full with classic villains, family problems, and international incidents that intertwine in terrifying ways. And then issue 34, Spider-Man 2099's present in our crumbling future or is our crumbling future, but what chance do we have relying only on Peter Parker, Miguel O'Hara, and Victor Von Doom? That's right, Dr. Doom guest stars in the mighty Marvel Manor, but what villain is so heinous that Doom and Spidey are on the same side? Those are three ninety-nine each. 2099 Alpha, number one, it's a one-shot, by Nick Spencer, and art by Victor Bogdanovic cover by pat gleason 80 years ago the marvel universe was born here we go here we go guys come on like i said 80 year anniversary 80 years from now will it die the future is in peril events of amazing spider-man have been leading to this for months something is happening in 2099 that spans nueva york and beyond and will shake up the official marvel future forever this is not a drill well, you know, only time will tell if that, you know, that's true. Yep, I called it. These are all one shots. Conan 99, number 1 by Jerry Duggan and art by Rogue Antonio. Eons from Home, The Barbarian Battles, The Civilization of 2099. And this is this is interesting. In The Far-Flung Future of 2099, will barbarism finally triumph over the endangered civilization? And that is when you're um, when you're like a a psycho barbarian, not when you're a barber. Uh, When Conan the Barbarian entered the Marvel Universe with the Savage Avengers, he stayed to conquer and claim his kingship in modern times. Now, cursed by a mystic to live beyond his years, when Conan's new kingdom is threatened, he swings his blade once more. But as the calamity in 2099 bears down on his secluded realm, will the future shock unseat the Barbarian King? An unforgettable chapter unlike anything you've ever seen in the saga of Conan! And it's technically not a chapter. It's a one-shot, guys, again. But this cover looks really cool because Conan's holding a sword that looks like a lightsaber. Um, You got Punisher 2099 by Lonnie Nadler and Zach Thompson. And I'm I'm, I'm not going to bother reading these. They're one-shots. Fantastic Four 29 by Carla Pacheco and Stephen Cummings. And then, uh, ooh, I saw a preview about this earlier. Deadpool, issue number one by Kelly Thompson and Chris Bocicolo. This is exciting because... Uh, Um, Well, first off, it's Kelly Thompson writing it. She's a great writer. And uh, I don't think a female has written any Deadpool in a while. So this will be a fresh change and something that I'll, I will for sure check this out on Marvel Unlimited. Like I said, I don't typically buy Deadpool, but I haven't really been reading the current one, and this is, this is something for sure I'm going to be interested in. Deadpool's newest mercenary job has him going after the king of monsters, who has claimed a new kingdom for his monstrous subjects on Staten Island. But if you know what they say, when you come at the king, you better not miss. The merc with a mouth finds himself neck deep in political intrigue, monster law, and a monster hunter out for blood. It's like The Crown, but with even more swords and monsters can Deadpool's smooth charisma and depth diplomacy give him uh, allow him to keep his head or will he be royally screwed uh we'll see uh oh shocking nobody a new ongoing series Morbius number one by Vita Ayala and Marcelo Fiera cover by ryan brown and uh uh oh it says connecting variant cover one of five you know what that means guys this is only going to be a five issue series and will probably be canceled on that fifth one even though they're saying it's ongoing we'll see we'll see for years nobel prize winning biologist michael morbius has been struggling to cure himself of his vampirism and now for the first time in years one may be within reach shocking but the path to it is littered with dangers and worse uh, could the could that be any more bland could that be any more morbius uh i hope i, I mean I, and i'm not trying to talk trash on these these comics but uh if you're gonna put this out just because morbius is coming to theaters like you could at least try and put out a very creative story and hopefully they do sometimes they do and the the previews are different but honestly based off of that i'm th- no selling point another another ongoing yandu number one and two of five at least here they're they're uh Brave enough to admit that they're only going to do five issues. Lonnie Nadler and Zach Thompson writing with John McCrea in art. Uh, Yondu, lone ravenger and all-around scoundrel, is about to hit the biggest payday of his life when he stumbles upon a dangerous new weapon. But when this artifact turns out to be deadlier than he bargained for, will the reward outweigh the risk as Yondu finds himself targeted by a mysterious mercenary? Plus, when an unexpected visitor from the future turns up to stop Yondu, it begs the question, exactly how bad did he screw up? Find out in this all-new miniseries. Uh, ooh, another another uh, mini series, and this one for Punisher fans out there. Alert, alert, Punisher fans. Uh, nostalgia incoming. This is Punisher Soviet, issue number one of six, by Garth Ennis and Jason Burrows, with covers by Paulo Rivera. Heads up, guys. Garth Ennis is the co-creator of The Boys and Preacher, and I'm pretty sure he wrote some Punisher back in the day. And this is a Max series. It says it's rated Max, not Teen Plus or Parental Advisory. This is Max. Garth Ennis is back at Marvel and writing The Punisher again. This time with art phenom Jason Burroughs at his side, who also did Moon Knight 303 and Crossed. A dozen Russian mobsters lie dead at The Punisher's feet, and he wasn't the one who pulled the trigger. If you know Frank Castle, you know this doesn't necessarily Necessarily set his mind at ease. Who is in New York City decimating the Russian mob, and can it be long before they come into conflict with Frank? I'll answer that one for you guys. No, it won't be long, or maybe it will. Maybe it'll be in the sixth issue. Ooh, 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 ooh. You know, what's it's a bummer, but Jen Bartel is no longer doing the covers for uh, the Marvel Tales series, and I think that started last last month, quote unquote, October. Um, but that's following through in December. But we're getting a Marvel Tales Doctor Strange number one. And the covers are being done by in Lee. And, uh, guys, I, I'll confess, I don't know if that's a male or a female. But they are killing it. They are kicking ass at their covers. Uh, those covers have been all over the place for, like, uh, the Battle Lines variant covers. I mean, you should see this, this cover. This is insane. By the hoary hosts of Hoggoth. Doctor Strange works his magic as we celebrate the 80th anniversary of the House of Ideas with this era-spinning Marvel Tales. This anthology series shines a spotlight on fan-favorite characters. First, the legendary pairing of Stan Lee and Steve Ditko debut the incomparable Doctor Strange as Earth's Sorcerer Supreme in Strange Tales, issue 110. Then, in Doctor Strange 169 and 170, Roy Thomas and Dan Adkins offer their take on Strange's origin and serve up a rematch with his first foe, Nightmare. And skillful spellcaster called Clea joins the fight against the nefarious Nicodemus, who's out to steal the sorcerer's soul in a memorable tale from Marvel Fanfare issue number five by Chris Claremont and Marshall Roberts. I will 100% be pre-ordering this issue because those are some cool stories and the reason I like these, it's like, yeah, you can go find those issues in Marvel Unlimited for sure, but you're getting them all in one collected version right here, it's a great sort of comic to have out for people to read if they want to, or to, you know, to borrow, I say that, and I think that, but I don't actually do it, they're all in my long box, but uh, again, the perfect kind of book to travel with, it's 80 pages, $7.99, great price tag, with a beautiful cover, and some great stories, so check that one out, spider-man number three of five by JJ J. abrams and henry old Hank abrams with sarah picelli on art and uh, it says uh ah, JJ abrams comic debut continues co-written by his son uh the most anticipated comic takes a turn you won't believe if you think you know what's going to happen you're wrong uh okay sounds good that's not enough to get me interested in this but guys honestly I'm a little interested I, I won't lie just because it's JJ J. abrams but I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's I I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Amazing Mary Jane, number two by Leah Williams and Carlos Gomez with cover art by Umberto Ramos, one of my favorite artists. And it's a good looking cover. Mary Jane has learned Mysterio is the Artur behind her big break. It figures who else would make a prestige Mysterio biopic, but how is he keeping her on set? And if Mary Jane Watson is under Quentin Beck's direction, Hollywood better watch out. We have Marvel's Spider-Man Velocity, number four of five, by Dennis Hopeless Hallam and Emilio Lazio. That's uh, based off of the the Spider-Man Gamerverse. And then Spider-Verse, issue number two of six, that's by Ryan North, uh, with art by uh, Pere Perez. That's a a six-issue miniseries of basically capitalizing on the Into the Spider-Verse movie. So if you're a fan of that, if you're a fan of cash grabs, go for it, jump on it. Who knows? It could be good. Uh, Ghost Spider, issue number four by Sean McGuire and Takeshi Miyazawa. Gwendolyn Maxine Stacy has it all. She's the drummer of a punk rock band attending college in the Marvel Universe and moonlights as a radioactive web-slinging superhero. But familiar predators from Earth-65 and the Marvel Universe alike have been stalking this spider across campus, including Miles Warren, a.k.a. the Jackal. Known for his dangerous obsession with Gwen, Miles won't stop until she's his, and his alone. Interesting. Miles Morales, issue number 12, by Saladin Ahmed and Javier Garone. Miles is caught in the middle of a war between Ultimatum and the Old Guard, which means he's about to catch the hands of a monumental classic Spidey villain, and the lives of more than one Morales might be on the line. Ooh, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man issue number 14 by Tom Taylor and Juan Cabal. And obviously, like I said, I'm not doing too much conversation on these ones because um, there's nothing new. This is this is ongoing. These are the ongoing series. Spidey and the FF follow the trail to whoever tried to kill your friendly neighborhood web slinger. They are not ready to face the culprits. Uh, they never are. And that's just the tip of the iceberg for this momentous issue. Uh, aren't they all momentous? We'll see. Black Cat issue number six, Jed McKay, Michael Dowling, and Arts. Uh, things didn't quite go, uh, work out between Felicia and Johnny Storm, maybe because it was at least half just away into uh, 4 Yancey Street? Come on, why? Uh, what? So the Black Cat has a real date, but with who? Meanwhile, she doesn't know Odessa Drake and the Thieves Guild have captured her mentor, the Black Fox, and have horrible plans for him. Uh-oh. Of course, surprise, surprise, this is—guys, come on, listen— six issues of black cat and we're already getting a black cat annual (gasps) no way Though I will say this, it's written by Jed McKay, so who knows. You're cordially invited to the wedding of Black Cat and Spider-Man. In lieu of gifts, please turn off all of your security systems, laser grids, and counterweight giant stone traps. All this and a bonus story? Of course, it's $4.99, 40 pages. But there's the cover is J. Scott Campbell, and that is a good-looking cover. I might just have to jump on it for the cover. Oh, man. Here we go. Spider-Man Venom Double Trouble, issue one of four. And this is by Mariko Tamaki with art by uh, Girahiru And uh, there's a variant cover by Jen Bartel. If that's the case, sign me up. Uh, it's rated teen but it looks like it's for kids you've seen them duke it out in the Marvel Universe for years but prepare to see Spidey and Venom as you never have before as begrudging buddies Uh, guys we've seen that before it's fun of the freaky variety this time around as an unexpected mind swap sets Spidey and Venom in each other's bodies but who swapped them and why from Mariko Tamaki and Girahiru comes the all new take on your favorite arch frenemies in the Marvel Universe and now they've got to work together to set things right this couldn't be a knockoff from the mind swiping of uh the marvel team-up series that's out right now huh is it a cash grab let's wait and find out that's a 399 issue for 32 pages ghost rider issue number two by ed brisson it had to happen johnny versus danny but who does mephisto have his money on and does it even matter that part was by me Doctor Doom, no, Doctor Doom number two by Christopher Cantwell and Salvador LaRocca. Doctor Doom has been taken prisoner by the world itself, but he may find unexpected aid in his escape. Now vulnerable and without usual strength, he must keep a low profile on the streets of New York or else risk being captured again. He'll seek out an old frenemy for help and battle lethal opportunists, all while wrestling these visions he's continuing of to have of a better, happier life. Um, you know what? If you wanted a happier life, you shouldn't have automatically gotten back to having your face all messed up at the beginning of Fantastic four i thought that was a big loss personally because after secret wars I th- and infamous iron man i thought they had dr Doom on the right path but who knows we'll see fantastic four grand design issue two of two by tom scioli uh, art as well and covers that's kind of like the uh uh the x-men grand designs by ed pisker future foundation issue number four by jeremy whitley and will robson Invisible Woman, issue number 5 of 5 by Mark Wade and Matea de Aulis. Fantastic Four, issue number 16 by Dan Slott and art by Sean Azaxi. Point of Origin part 3. Who's the winged warrior named Sky? What's her shocking connection to the origin of the Human Torch and how will she change his life forever? Meanwhile, se- meanwhile, separated from the rest of the Fantastic 4, the Thing stands alone as he faces off against the 500 horde of Freak Alley. That's a 399 issue. Guys, sorry, anytime I see Meanwhile with a comic, I have to try and sound as close as I can to the Meanwhile at the Hall of Justice thing from the uh, the old cartoon show. Fantastic Four, Negative Zone, issue number one. It's a one-shot by Mike Carey and Ryan North with art by Stefano Castelli and Steven Wee. Um I'm going to pull up this photo. It's not even pulling up the photo. Guys, I just, whenever I see a one-shot and especially stuff like this, i gotta i gotta shake my head i gotta question some things because uh i don't know i'm just it it's questionable that's all i'm gonna say uh the web of black widow issue number three of five by jody hauser and steven mooney uh mortal hulk issue number 26 by al ewing and joe bennett covers as still by alex ross he's got an underground fortress, he has powerful allies, he's even got henchmen, he's got everything he needs to declare war on human society as we know it, he's the most dangerous man in the world, and Bruce Banner is just getting started. Interesting. Ooh, Immortal Hawk issue number 27. Some monsters are born from Gamma other monsters worship a different kind of green. That's money baby! That's uh, that's that's not what it says, but uh, in his war on the human world, the Immortal Hulk is taking his fight to its lords and masters, the Roxon Corporation. And guys, if you know Roxxon, if you know Th- a Thor, when you mess with the Minotaur, you get the horns. That's what it says in here. And that Alex Ross cover, come on. Oh, the Minotaur looks so good. Dario Agar guys if you're not if you don't know about him check it out uh jason aaron um killing it with Dario Agar, not currently but just throughout his whole, whole thor run avengers issue 26 by jason aaron and dale C- Keown, new artist a prehistoric savage with the power of the stars. Legendary artist Dale Keown is here to unleash the secret savage origin of the biggest, nastiest, most cosmically powered caveman who ever lived, the original star brand, one of the mighty Avengers of 1 million B.C. Um... You could call this a cash grab if you want, but it 100% isn't because Jason Aaron has gone into the history of Iron Fist and Ghost Rider, and now he's doing Starbrand from the 1 million BCs. So definitely check that issue out. Along with issue number 27, Starbrand Reborn Part 1, Riot in the Space Prison. And art on this is by Al Ed McGinnis. Ed McGinnis returns for an epic space adventure that takes the Avengers into an a- the Avengers' prison the size of a galaxy, where a mysterious new wielder of the all-powerful Starbrand has suddenly appeared, unleashing cosmic chaos. Good thing the Avengers brought along their newest member, the Black Widow. Nice! Cha-ching! She's in. Punisher Kill Crew, number five of five. That was one of those cash grabs I talked about. It's a spinoff of The War of the Realms by Jerry Duggan. Loki Number Five by Daniel Kibblesmith and Oscar Bazaldua. King Thor Number Three of Four by Jason Aaron and Esau Ribic. All Father Thor believed the fight with his brother Loki, now empowered by the Necro Sword and more bitter than ever, would be the bloodiest fight of his long life. But he's about to be proven wrong. No, 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 no. Gore the God Butcher has bided his time for millennia. Now it is the end of all things and the end of the last gods. Holy cow, guys. If Gore is going to be in this series at the end, buckle the flip up because it's going to be awesome. Valkyrie Jane Foster number five by Jason Aaron and Al Ewing with Cafu on art. Valkyrie's enemy finally reveals himself to teach the Guardian of the Fallen an important lesson. Not every life can be saved. In the explosive end of the first arc, as Valkyrie faces the death that's been stalking her since issue one. Tony Stark, Iron Man, number 18 by Dan Slott and Jim Zub. And Valerio Sheedy on arts. The Ultron agenda continues. Interesting. Savage Avengers, issue number 7 by Jerry Duggan. Captain Marvel, issue number 12. Holy crap. Uh, and I say that because this is Captain Marvel vs. The Avengers, The Last Avenger, written by Kelly Thompson, art by Lee Garbett, uh, with cover by Mark Brooks. Holy cow. And then there's even a variant cover by Jung Young Yoon and a connecting variant cover by In-Hyuk Lee. Guys, these covers are insane. I'm looking at them right now. Holy crap. Even that Mark... Captain Marvel's got a new costume. Guys, I told you this already. These these issues are flying off the shelves, and they're not going to stop. Captain Marvel has fought off alien hordes, rescued X-Men, punched Thanos in the face, literally saved the world. She now faces her greatest challenge, kill the Avengers. Has one of the world's most powerful heroes gone dark? But why? And what does this mean for Carol, the world life on earth will never be the same kelly thompson teams up with eisner nominated artist lee Garbett for the brand new arc and a bold new direction guys sign me up i'm in i want to get in on this captain marvel train i like i said i got issue i have issue uh nine and issue 11 coming which i know is crazy i know i may try and grab issue 10 if i can but i missed issue 8 and that one already is sold out and selling for 20 dollars a pop it's insane event of in, invaders issue number 11 if you're into that sort of thing that's a chip Zdarsky book um history of the marvel universe number five of six it's a six issue series not even five i take that back what don't you know about the secret invasion what's the true origin of captain marvel and how does it play into a looming intergalactic conflict mysteries answered secrets revealed very interesting guys. very interesting. Captain America issue number 16 by Tanahisi Coates and art by Jason Masters. That's a bummer that uh, um, lineal U is no longer on it. Uh, the killing of a cop sets off a powder keg in New York streets. One that Steve Rogers and Misty Knight must fight to contain. but an old foe with a new face is at the heart of the situation. How will justice be served? Uh, old man Quill number 11 of 12. Agents of Atlas number four of five. Uh, that's by Greg Pock. And uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, issue number 11, Donny Cates, Corey Smith, uh, ooh, as his body will well, stop, ooh, the Universal Church of Truth is ready to raise their new messiah and beckon the cosmos into a new era as his body begins to shut down. Will Rocket be able to stop them and save the Guardians in his final moments, or is this the end of the galaxy as we know it? Guys, I, th- I see a peak on this cover, hold on, uh, yeah, rocket is in his mech suit in this the cover of this issue hell yeah Swordmaster issue number five by shuizu and greg pak along with arrow issue number five by zhao Lifen and greg pak it's interesting um but who's doing the crystals and why interesting we'll see we'll see what's going on here uncanny x-men so here we're gonna get into some of these interesting ones hell yes this is awesome uncanny x-men issue 266 facsimile edition cash grab yes but hey if you like x-men check it out um but here's what i just got a fist pump for tomb of dracula issue number 10 facsimile edition step inside the tomb of dracula if you dare and meet the deadliest enemy of the prince of darkness his name is blade and he's a vampire hunter like no other because he's part vampire himself so this is the uh this is the first appearance i think of blade um and it's it comes boldly represented in its original form ads and all for 3.99 by marv wolfman and penciled by gene colon i wonder if wolfman wrote the wolfman as well um just a thought strike force issue number three by teeny howard and uh, german peralta black panther issue number 18 by ta-nehisi coats and chris sprouts the integral jesus oh, still going honestly guys that's a that's a clap if you can hear it. That's the first clap on this podcast. Just because ta Coates has been writing the same story now for 18 issues. The Intergalactic Empire of Wakanda, 2,000 Seasons, Part 6. And uh, that's cool to me. That's awesome because, not you know, so many issues and comics just get rebooted after six issues or a new number one, that sort of thing. And at least, I'm thank God that Marvel's letting ta Coates do his own thing. And the story's really good as well. Okay, Black Panther and the Agents of Wakanda, issue number three, by Jim Zub and Lan Medina. Runaways, number 27, by Rainbow Rowell and Chris Anka. And uh, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, issue number 50. This is the final issue, everyone. Ryan North, Derek Charm. It's a three ninety nine dollars issue, but... Uh, ooh, and I gotta read this one because... Uh, read the thing, because the Squirrel Girl solicits are always great. This is it! After 58 issues, comics numbering is, dare we say, nuts. An OGN and a, bunch, a whole bunch of both eating nuts and kicking butts, The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl reaches its 50th and final issue. When we say The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl's final issue, though, we mean the comic book, not the character Doreen Green. "'She'll be fine. She's fine!' Or is she? Because in our previous issue, it really seemed like things weren't fine. And since it's our last issue, maybe we're feeling that since anything could happen, then anything should happen. There's only one way to find out, and you're looking at a solicit text for it. Friendship, explosions, and friendship forged during explosions. It all comes down to this. Yeah, like I said, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> those are uh, those are great. Uh, Daredevil, issue number Daredevil. Daredevil because this is a chip double dip at this point. It's Daredevil, it Daredevil issue number 13 by Chip Zdarsky and Marco Chicado. Ah, oh, you got Magnificent Marvel issue number 9. What? There's a uh, the cover shows her kissing Bruno. <laughs> Disaster strikes Miss Marvel's family, drawing Kamala and Bruno closer together than ever before. Are these two best friends about to become something more? Or will Kamala's duties as Miss Marvel come between them? Brace yourself for a whirlwind issue that will change Miss Marvel forever. Okay, we heard that already. We've heard that many times. Gwenpool Strikes Back, issue number four or five. That's by Leah Williams and David Baldion. Iron Heart, issue number 12, by Eve Ewing and Luciano Vichico, or Vicchio Vichio. Um, oh, look, uh-oh, guys, I'm not even going to read it, but it says, uh, things will never be the same in this issue. So if um, if you're looking for things never being the same, check out every single Marvel comic, because that's what they all say. All right, now we're getting into the less marvel stuff. We got Savage Sword of Conan, issue number 11. Conan the Barbarian, issue number 11. Age of Conan Valeria, number four or five. Star Wars, Target Vader, number four five of six. Star Wars, issue number seventy-four, which I think I saw something that said that this is the last oh no 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 no. Issue number seventy-five. Final issue, it's a trap. Uh and by that I'm only can only assume that means they will obviously be doing more Star Wars. It's not the final issue. They're just telling you that so that you'll pay four ninety nine for a 40 page comic. Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order, Dark Temple, number four of five. Star Wars, Dr. Aphra, number 38. Star Wars, Dr. Aphra, number 39. Very nice. Ooh, guys, look at that. They wasted zero time, and thank you for that. House of X, Powers of X, hardcover. So now, okay, so we finished the comic solicitations. We are now moving into the... Um, trade paperback, hardcover collections. So these are exciting because you can typically tell what's coming down the pipeline because these don't come out in November. Most of these won't. Some of them will. A lot of them are going to be coming out next year. So sometimes they're going to have like an omnibus that is like who knows? Maybe there's going to be a Black Widow omnibus because of her movie coming out. That sort of stuff. But the first one, House of X, Powers of Ten, hardcover. It is three hundred and four pages for fifty dollars with House of X 1 through 6 and Powers of X 1 through 6. So it doesn't say when it comes out, but I'm pretty sure if I saw right in there, maybe it's December on Amazon I saw. Amazon's always late, though. Marvel Comics issue 1,000 hardcover, collecting Marvel Comics 1,000 and 1,001 plus extras. Guys, this is an 128-page comic for $30, a hardcover. All you need to do if you're really wanting this is buy Marvel Comics 1000, and then if you really want, I did, I'm going to 1001. That's a $9.99 issue and a $4.99 issue. That's $15 roughly, right? No, no, that's what? Five, five and 10s, basically 15, a little less than $15. Don't, don't, this is crazy. I mean, they 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 do this with all of them. They're copying DC. DC like their Marvel Legacy, they had a Marvel Legacy hardcover that was just Marvel Legacy comic for 20 bucks. It's like, it's, Hey, you know what? If you like uh, Marvel 1000, maybe that. Here we go. Marvel Select, Captain America Winter Soldier. There's a uh, a thing of, uh, I think it's 12 different stories that they're doing as a quote-unquote Marvel Select. Uh, like they did Venom, they did Captain Mar- Life of Captain Marvel, and this one's the Winter Soldier. So if you want a, a reprinting of the Winter Soldier, this collects Captain America 1 through 9 and 11 through 14. Black Widow postcard book? Um, pass. 84 pages, 20 bucks. It's postcards to send to your best friends. Hey, if you love black widow, do it. Um, trim size oversized. Uh, this is Marvel's 25th anniversary hardcover, uh, 50 bucks, 504 pages. You're getting Marvel's zero through four Marvel's epilogue, the tribute variants and material from Marvel's annotated one through four. Now that's a pretty cool deal. And it's oversized. It's an oversized hardcover. Here's what I'm looking for. Yes. Amazing Spider-Man by J. Michael Straczynski, Omnibus, Volume 2. I didn't get Volume 1 because I like it, but it's it's literally just a start-to-finish line that you can do in Marvel Unlimited. This one's different because it contains Spider Amazing Spider-Man 515 through 545. I'm just going to read this jms concludes his amazing run and everything changes for spider-man first spidey gets some new digs but can he stand living with the new avengers in the shocking storyline the other the vicious Moreland strikes spider-man to the brink of death and beyond if peter parker has any hope of surviving he has two two choices evolve or die then civil war erupts and things really get wild spidey in red and gold armor spidey in black and back in black and spidey unmasked in front of the world but brace yourself for the big finish as aunt may lays dying what would peter and mj give for one more day um guys i know that the one more day is not a popular story but uh i liked it at the time i thought it was good for it for its story i was mad be- that they ruined uh, mary jane and peter parker's marriage but i loved the whole brand new day coming afterward i don't know i, I liked it but, uh, this collects Amazing Spider-Man 515 through 545, along with Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man 1 through 4 and 24, Marvel Knights Spider-Man 19 through 22, Sensational Spider-Man 41, Spider-Man The Other Sketchbook, and Spider-Man One More Day Sketchbook, so honestly, this is, this one's a bargain, 1,136 pages for 125 bucks, and, uh, you're getting you're getting when spider-man first joined the avengers you're getting when spider-man did his whole civil war stint the other storyline which is freaking nuts when aunt may was dying you get um him in the black costume you get him in the spider-man armor what more do you want and there's two covers there's a uh, ron garney variant cover along with the main cover and i'd honestly rather have the ron garney variant cover uh, oh, and there's also a Kasada variant cover. Uh-oh, for those of you who are a fan of Uncanny X-Force by Rick Remender, a new omnibus is coming out, a new printing. This is on sale. Okay, so um, the Amazing Spider-Man one, it says on sale March 2020, and this is also March 2020. But you're getting Uncanny X-Force 1 through 35, 5.1 and 19.1, and material from Wolverine Road to Hell and all-new Wolverine Saga. I know I was speaking with someone about this a while back or a couple of weeks ago or so about uncanny x so if you're listening to this boom bingo here you go 928 pages for a 100 bucks power pack classic omnibus volume one interesting so not only is a new power pack sort of series coming out but this power pack omnibus is coming out guys I, I'll i posit this right now. There's going to either be a Power Pack movie or a Power Pack Disney Plus show. One of the two. We'll see. X-Men Children of the Atom box set slipcase. Pass, pass, pass. Um, What are these? Oh, oh. So this is a Children of the Atom box set slipcase for $500, and that's because it's 3,600 pages. It's a bunch of X-Men stuff. It is um yeah i mean it's it's a lot uh, x-men silver age volume one x-men silver age volume two three four x-men the lost years bronze age volume one two and three and then the companion premiere hardcover also some marvel masterworks for the differ dazzler marvel visionaries john ramada jr uh, and chris claremont and thanos zero sanctuary trade paperback that's the collecting thanos one through six Marvel Monograph, The Art of Ed McGuinness. interesting, uh, Avengers by Jason Aaron, Volume 4, War of the Realms, this is collecting 18 through 21, and material from free comic book day, Daredevil by Chip Zdarsky, Volume 2, Black Panther, Book 8, like I said, Book 8, The Intergalactic Empire of Wakanda, Part 3, holy cow, like I said, he's he's got a lot going on, champions by jim zub volume two dead man logan volume two that collects the final issues fantastic four grand design friendly neighborhood spider-man volume two iron heart volume two uh ooh, moon girl and devil dinosaur volume eight oh, okay yancey street legends i thought there silver surfer black treasury edition what what does that mean uh is this the end of nor rad uh it doesn't say. It just collect Silver Surfer Black one through five What? One through five, hundred and twelve pages for twenty nine ninety nine. Interesting. And its trim size is nine by thir nine inches by thirteen inches. Um so that may maybe is a little oversized. Why is it so expensive? We'll have to I'll have to do some measuring on that, but I can only tell that they're probably wanting to uh, showcase the art for sure. Uh Journey to Star Wars, the rise of Skywalker, trade paperback star wars dr apra afra, afra miss marvel team up trade paperback that's one through six superior spider man volume two avengers defenders war trade paperback uh, new printing x-men fallen angels trade paperback new printing death's head clone drive uh, trade paperback that's a new one loki agent of asgard the complete collection that's uh of, that was al ewing and jason aaron back in the day Iron Man Invincible Origins trade paperback. That's collecting Iron Man Season 1. X-Men Summers and Winter, which collects X-Men The Exterminated, Uncanny X-Men Annual, and Merry X-Men Holiday Special. And weird, interesting. See, that's just them collecting all their one-shots in, in one place, which is kind of nice, but it's, it's like, come on. X-Men Classic, The Complete Collection, Volume 2. X-Men Reload by Chris Claremont, House of M. Ooh. X-Men Milestones, Phalanx, Covenant. And then we got some epic collections of Amazing Spider-Man, Iron Man, Silver Surfer, and X-Men, and X-Force, and Defenders, and Avengers. Uh, Spectacular spectacular Spider-Man, Lo, This Monster, by Stan Lee. Avengers vs. Fantastic Four, trade paperback. MODOK, Head Trips, uh, trade paperback. Tigra, The Complete Collection, if you're a fan of Tigra adventures of spider-man radioactive graphic novel so this is uh this is one of them trim size variants or comics where it's a bunch of comics for 12.99 it's a smaller one uncanny origins myth and magic unbeatable squirrel girl powers of a squirrel uh that one's also 12.99 and then we've got some posters coming out so interesting no uh no true believers issues this month And, uh, I would say in my opinion, uh, this was, this could be an interesting month for sure. Uh, in November, nothing crazy, but it sounds like they're building up to annihilation in December. So, uh, yeah. So it it seems like it's going to be exciting. Obviously some cool omnibuses are coming out and some cool, uh, some cool books. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's November. Uh, I will, like I said, I'm going to do one of these every month when these come out, so let me know if you like them. I, I uh, This is a good opportunity for me to act like a complete idiot on this podcast as I do my terrible announcer voice, or multiple announcer voices, I guess, if you want to call it. But uh, that's it for this month of uh, Marvel Previews. I'm your host, Alex Klein, and this is Comics and Cinema. Thanks for listening. <music>